everybody and welcome back to the small introvert den i am your podcaster sally and and in today's episode we're going to be talking about greek mythology and more specifically greek mythology pantheon now here's the thing the there is a lot of a lot a lot of uh pantheons when it comes to mythology itself but more specifically there is a lot of tales of the mythology itself. Now, there is the Theogony, which is the clash of the titans, uh, between the deities of Olympus and the titans. Now, you're going to be like, huh? Yeah, there is more than what you think. And there is more than what Percy Jackson or Olympus lore, way much more. Now, when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the mythology, the most known gods of the mythology are Aphrodite, Artemis, Zeus, Apollo, Poseidon, Hades, Persephone, Demeter, Dionysus, and who else? I don't remember. There's Theosis, and there is also the three sisters of Faith, Hecates. Well, not Hecates, there's actually... Now, it's something that you have to understand is that the true Greek mythology has a lot of history behind it. It has also a lot of fiction and folktale. Now, the most known stories of the Greek mythology, like I said, there's the Theogony, there's the Three Sisters of Faith, Prometheus and the Theft of Fire, there's the Pandora's Box, the abduction of Persephone by Hades, the giving of the name of Athens, Theosis and the Minotaur, Gildas and Icarus, so there's also the birth of Aphrodite, or also known the birth of Venus, and there is a lot of, a lot, a lot of stories elsewise. Like the most known one is that the one that I spoke last, not last week, but 10 days ago of Medusa and her, and her raping and her death before by Zeus and Apollo, then by Prometheus, killing her as a gift to Zeus and then using her as using her head as a weapon to Zeus or against Zeus as he knew about it now you're gonna be like whoa 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 take it easy well yeah there is a lot now now that I'm actually doing some research because I as much as I know I don't have the things at the top of my head and plus I don't have my computer with me which, like I said last uh, last week, I actually posted it on Instagram. If you follow me, go follow me there. If you do not, it's the small introvert den call. So, just let y'all know. Now, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things to unpack. Let's start with the first question of this type of pantheon. Who is the sluttiest god? Male god. That would be Zeus, who would stick his willy at everyone. Including his kids. Men and women. (laughs) 
Like, let's be realistic. And the one before him when it comes to the Titans, that would be Kronos. Who then would eat them to absorb their power. Which, I'm like, Serbian film who? Like, literally, Serbian film would look like a saint in front of them. So, just let y'all know. Now, who is the sluttiest female god or female goddess? That would be Aphrodite. Then after it, that would be Hera. Then that would be Dion, who is a minor goddess. So, yeah. <sighs> now, who is the least problematic god as a male? That would be Ares. Then it would be Hades. I mean, minus the minus the abduct, the abduction of Persephone. There's not so much saying. Now, who is the prickiest and the most asshole god in the Greek pantheon? Well, again, we have three contenders here. We have Zeus, Kronos, and Prometheus. Because it was a dickhead who had a very, very strained uh, relationship with his father. Which is Zeus, by the way. Now, the kindest person of the gods. That would be Hestia, the goddess of the heart. So, just to let y'all know, now that we know a few things about it, Let's go with what is the craziest Greek myth. Now here there is about three of them that I know. The first one is how gods created the wind, the sun, and the earth. I think it was Cronus and Gaia. Yes. Then there is the second one which is of Medusa, which I spoke about it in detail 10 days ago. And there is also the Leda gets down and dirty with a swan. Now this is the most strangest one that I've ever read. And here's the thing, I'll read it to you. And y'all tell me how weird it is. So, let's begin. A goddess being birthed from clamshells, women being kidnapped by Hades, and plenty of stories cheating of god husbands. We're looking at you here, Zeus. I know I am. Now, there's this one that is very wacky and <laughs> weird. Now, let's start with this. Where is it? Lydda gets down and dirty with a swan. Throughout the old mythology, Zeus sleeps with basically everyone. Gods, demigods, mortals, and even animals. And even sometimes with mortals as well disguised as animals. Oh, well, okay, hold on, okay. I'm looking at you, Zeus, again. If you hear me, clap some thunder. Clap some clap of thunder. Now, in this story, Zeus sees Leda and admires her from afar. In order to get with her, he transforms into a swan and then seduces her. How does a swan seduce a woman? Now, I'm not so sure and I don't want to know, okay? Now, the two mated and from this union came two sets of twins. One of these children, born from an egg, no, was named Helen, as in Helen of Troy, 
allegedly the most woman, the most beautiful woman of all. The mythology makes no note, however, if her mother ever told her that she was half Zeus Swan. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to know how. I don't want to know why. Now, there is one that is very, very weird, but also very, very. Um, a very strong story. Now, Aristikion is so hungry that he ate himself to death. On the team of Never Piss Off the Gods, let's have a look at Iskion. Or Erskion. Erskion, I think. Erskion. Oh, fuck's sake. I'm not gonna read it. I'm too dizzy, so no. This man was incredibly greedy and incredibly rich. And really did not pay the gods much mind, one day he cut down a sacred grove of trees in order to build another feast hall. As the rich are won't do, Demeter was slightly annoyed by this and decided to punish him. She gave him an appetite so strong that he ate everything. He ate all the food he had and all the food he could buy until he completely exhausted his wealth. He even tried to sell his own daughter for food. This reduced him to such poverty that he lost all standing, his home, and everything. When he had nothing else left, he turned himself and died from eating his own flesh from his own body. Actually, this reminded me of a story of the Cannibal Cafe. Someone eating his wiener in Japan, I think it back in 76. I don't remember the name. Actually... I heard of the story, but I never tried to look for it as uh, I'm too weird. I don't need to know about that. <sighs> okay, okay, okie dokie. Uh, this one is such a weird song. This one is such a weird myth, but I'll read it anyway. I mean, since we're on the topic. Pan, who made a flute from the woman he rejected, or the woman who rejected him, to be more specific. Now, Pan is, in general, a pretty nasty man, and some might say that he was birthed from Penelope, Adeus' wife, while others say it was a nymph, or even Aphrodite himself, or herself. He was known for tending and sometimes having relationships with his sheep, and for wanting to get with basically every female he laid his eyes on. Once such a nymph, or a serence, really wasn't really open to these advances and fled from Pan. Now the creepy half-goat, half-man followed her, chasing her through the woods, eventually became so fed up with this that she got into a river god, transformed her into something Pan could not lust after. A bunch of reeds. But Pan was so determined to have her that he decided to take a piece of her with him everywhere. He used the reeds to craft a flute, which is known today as the Pan Flute. It just goes how the stalker-like behavior stretches back to thousands of years. Oh god, let's just hope that my cousin doesn't have this. And yes, one of my cousins is having this type of situation of being stalked to death. Okay, there is this the smith that I actually spoke about earlier, which is of Kronos eating his own kids. But I didn't I didn't remember the second half. Now the second half is 
cutting off his father's willy. Okay, I'm not gonna read it up because I'm gonna be vomiting, so it's enough for me. Ixion impregnates a cloud to create centaurs. What? Hey! What in the heck and heck? A cloud? How? How do you grab a cloud? Okay, I'm I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to make it make sense in my mind as a writer. And I'm like, huh? How? Okay, the story goes as an Ixion was in exile for certain crimes against fellow humans. And when Zeus took pity on him and invited him to come to Olympus as a guest, you figure out quickly in this list that Zeus doesn't make a lot of great decisions. No shit, you always, he always puts his will in the wrong place. Always in a hole. It only makes sense that he makes bad decisions. He once was there, he saw Hera and comes. Okay. That's his loyalty. Zeus created a cloud version of. Oh no. I, I don't want to know. Okay, so Zeus became angry and punished him by transforming him into a giant flaming wheel. What of his cloud offspring? Oh god, oh for the love of god. And was known for meeting. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to read it out loud. Okay, so all in all, Zeus tried to protect his wife, Etta, by creating a cloud version of it. More like a slime version, I would say. And the dude literally impregnates a cloud. Now, I don't want to know how, I don't want to know why. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, hell no. I got... Bruh. Brother. Why? Okay. You know what? I ain't going anywhere. Alright. I'm gonna... I'm gonna kill it right now. Because... This is going a little bit too far. But, yeah. Anyway. There is a lot of stories that are very fucked up. In Greek mythology. And here's the thing, as someone who majored, well not majored, more specifically was very passionate about Slavic mythology. Slavic mythology literally looks like a walk in the paradise compared to the Greeks. Dude, what were y'all onto? Uh, again, it makes sense, y'all had a lot, a lot of drugs with your wheat, with your germs. So it only makes sense. But anyway, I'll see y'all later. Bye bye. Have a good day.